welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. I'm excited to be with you all for another episode, and today we're going to talk about taking your life off hold. And this is such a critical time in our homecoming as we think about ending one decade and going into another that we really want to launch, to accelerate, to walk into the fullness of who we are. And before we get into that more deeply, we do have some vows to read. I'm excited for those who have been emailing homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. And today we have some beautiful vows that were shared with us by Ose Rugwa Grace Ose Ido. And I am so excited, uh, Ose Rugwa, that you gave permission for us to read your vows and share your name on today. And so this is what you wrote. I did not write these vows before because I did not know if I would mean them. I did not know what to say to you, but now I know. Here is what I can promise you now. I promise you that we will win. I vow to you that I will see you, hear you. I will hold you close while you cry. I will fight with everything I have for you. I promise you that your beauty will captivate, move me, bring me to tears. I promise you that my vows will not be empty, that every day if I have to crawl, if I have to drag myself forward with what I have left, I will keep fighting for you. I promise I will earn your love. I will crawl through the thorns, the ashes for you. I will face my darkness. I will face my shame, my fear, my doubts. I promise you that you are worth everything. You are worth me throwing away my fear. I promise you that you will never feel silenced again because I will hear you always. I promise you that I will guard you like the most precious being that you are. I promise that I will stand at the gates at the watchtower, I will stand with you against your enemies. I promise that when we get it wrong, I will hold you. I will not judge you. I will not leave you again. I promise you that no matter what, no matter where we are, I will love you. I promise you that that voice, the combination of all the people who failed to see your beauty, your worth, who failed to appreciate your love, I will fight it for you and we will win. Even when you are down, when you are wretched, when you are ashamed, I promise I will pick you up and hold you close. From this day forward, this is what I can give to you always. Love, beauty, compassion, care, tenderness, grace. 
I was not sure that I could make that promise before, but now I know I can. My heart bursts for you. I am so proud of you, my precious love. Know that you are precious. Know that you can believe that now with everything that you have. Oh my goodness, you all, these are such beautiful, beautiful vows. And I appreciate you sending them and sharing them with us because it is so important that we take our vows to ourselves seriously, that we speak truth to ourselves, that we fight for our healing, for our wholeness, for our wellness, for our homecoming. And that's what you all are doing by showing up each week. And I understand from your messages that some of you listen to the episodes multiple times to make sure you get it. And so that's what it's about, us really investing in our self-love, in our healing, in our growth. So as we focus on today, on our homecoming journey about taking our lives off hold, I want to really deal with those of us that have been stuck, that have been going through the motions, but very much stationary, that is stuck in our healing, stuck professionally, stuck romantically, stuck spiritually, that we recognize on some days that we have the capacity and the potential for more. And yet in a very real sense, we feel we have gone around a mountain or stood in front of some mountains for a long time, for longer than we would have liked. That as we look at the journey of our lives, we were really hoping at this point to be in another place and yet here we are. So I want to talk about the different things that have kept us stuck or kept our lives on hold and how we can start to shift out of that so we can come home to the fullness of who we are. One of the reasons why we are on hold for those who are on hold or stuck are waiting for people who may not be coming. And I want to really speak to your heart on today for those who have put your esteem and your worth in the hands of people who are shaky, who have put your worth, your self-esteem, your dreams, your values in the hands of people who are unreliable, who have put your possibility, your purpose, your beauty in the hands of people who have dropped you before and you have offered it to them again. I want you to know that many times we are on hold waiting for people to give us what they cannot give us. I want you to know that people who are ignorant cannot tell you your name. I want you to know that people who have distorted vision cannot see you clearly. I want you to know that those whose very energy is solely possessed by themselves do not have space or room or motivation or intention to give you what you are waiting for. And so we often end up on hold waiting for someone to call, 
waiting for someone to text, waiting for someone to reach out, waiting for someone to affirm, waiting for someone to apologize, waiting for someone to pursue. And I want you to check in with yourself to decide, am I willing to put my life on hold for those who are not on hold for me? Am I willing on today to reclaim my power, my identity, my worth, or do I want to keep living on a roller coaster where when they reach out, when they smile, when they say what I want to hear, then I feel wonderful, then I feel worthy, then I feel great. And then when they withhold, and when they step back, and when they don't show up, or when they are consistently inconsistent, then I am dashed to the rocks, feeling empty, feeling lacking, feeling incomplete. And this cycle can go on for years with a particular person, or you might switch people, but keep doing the same behavior. I want you to know, as we talked about attachment, that many times the roots of this are in how we were treated early and the relationships that were modeled before us. What is it that draws you to, makes you feel comfortable or familiar with those who are emotionally unavailable? What is it that has set you up to believe that you are unworthy until someone you deem as important declares your worth? What is it that has created the wound which makes it acceptable, even comfortable for someone to speak life and death over you at the same time, for someone to speak affirmation and dismissal at the same time, for us to hang our lives in the balance. And so I want to talk to you on today about the sacred gift of who you are. It is an inside job because as long as I am waiting for parents to apologize or show up, as long as I am waiting for fair weather friends to somehow shift and become consistently loving toward me, as long as I end up in love situationships or situationships where there is no love, where my very value is ignored and trampled upon, then I will continue to live outside of myself and beneath my possibility and my truth. And we make a decision at this critical time in our lives as we come home to ourselves to reclaim the power that we gave away, to reclaim the authority that we gave away. As I look over the landscape of my life, whose hands have I placed my self-esteem in? 
And where do I need to reclaim the parts of myself that have been on hold, not by me, but by those who I am waiting on? There are those of you who are waiting for someone else to make your dreams come true. And you have become resentful and bitter because they haven't done what they said they were going to do, or they haven't hooked you up, or they haven't put you in a position where you can win. Do you know you can spend your whole life angry about those who failed you and never walk into the success that is possible for you with or without them? Do you know that you can have a full life even if that friendship needs to come to an end? And for some of us who are listening, the friendship is already over. You just haven't recognized it yet. And so you remain on hold wondering why they are reaching out to other people and you were not invited. You are looking at their social media, seeing them appear to have a good time with others, and you are wondering why you are not there. I wonder if on today you can give yourself permission to stop monitoring other people, thinking that they are the possessor of your joy. I want you to know they are not your savior. They are not your redeemer. They are not the ones who are going to restore your life. It is an inside job. And if I recognize what and who I have been waiting for, then it will shift me into planning a life that is not dependent on their integration. So if they never give me the money for school, what is my plan? If they never tell me my idea is a good idea, what is my plan? If they never propose, what is my plan? If they are never consistent in the friendship and I continue to feel disrespected by them, what is my plan? It is time sisters and brothers who are on this homecoming journey for you to reclaim your pen, for you to write your next chapter and not make it on hold for somebody giving me the money or somebody opening this door or somebody telling me I'm beautiful or somebody choosing me. Oh, it is a painful truth that some people you have been waiting for are never going to be who you needed them to be. So we get to a place mindfully of acceptance. And acceptance doesn't mean I'm going to stay where I am. Acceptance is I recognize it is what it is. And so I am not going to talk myself out of the truth that is in my bones what I already know about who they are and who I am, about how they see me and how they treat me. I will no longer put my life on hold waiting to be rescued. I am excited on today about the ways in which we walk in the fullness of our power. 
the ways in which we continue to walk in the fullness of who we are. And we recognize some of us have not been on hold because of people. Some of us have been on hold because of fear. We think about both the fear of failure and the fear of success. First, the fear of failure. Many times we do not step out because we don't want to be embarrassed or disappointed if it doesn't work out. And it protects our self-esteem to be able to say, well, that wasn't my best anyway, right? So uh, if I put in an application, but I didn't really do my best, well, that's why I didn't get selected, you know, because I was busy. Or uh, if I don't step out into the possibility of love, because some of you have been avoiding connection, friendship, intimacy, relationship, because of the fear of being hurt. Isn't it amazing? You are afraid of being hurt and extremely lonely at the same time. And so we end up making a decision. Am I willing to take the risk of failure to live a full life? Or do I want to play it safe and be unsatisfied? Because the reality is, while I live in my comfort zone, I am unfulfilled until I take my life off hold. So how long have you been saying, not yet, I'm not ready? And let us consider one of the concepts of mindfulness is beginner's mind. So with beginner's mind or in the Bible, they talk about coming with the coming like a child, right? Being childlike, being open to new possibilities. So I wonder if you can give yourself permission to not be the expert. I wonder if you can give yourself permission to not know everything. I wonder if you can give yourself permission to step out knowing there are no guarantees and to have built up enough of your internal reservoir where even if this doesn't work out, I will be disappointed, but I will recover. And that is the truth that I want to give you on today. I mean, really, after all of the trauma and drama you have lived through, I just believe that disappointment would not dismantle you and the ways in which you felt dismantled that you could still recover. I wonder if on today you can think about a risk that you are willing to take in the direction of your dreams, your professional dreams, your romantic dreams, your self-development dreams, your spiritual dreams, because there is so much more in you than where you are right now. You have outgrown that little pawn and it is suffocating you. It is suffocating. And so the ocean is calling. The ocean is calling. There is space for it with your name on it. So some of us have been afraid of failure and we want to give ourselves permission to risk the disappointment of not getting it immediately, but growing into it 
And some of us have been stuck and on hold because of the fear of success. That we are afraid of who we would be if we were as big, if we were as amazing, if we were as brilliant as we have the idea, the glimpse of who we could be. What would happen and what would shift? Some of us cling to a small identity. Some of us cling to a limited identity because we have come to believe that it is safe and that it is who we are. And we don't know who would I be if I lived out loud? Who would I be if I lean into the potential and gifts that other people see on me? You see, for many of us, your possibility is not something new. It has been there. It is something you have shied away from. But I want you to know that even in the light of success, that you will still be you. It will be another version of yourself, but in your core, in your heart, in your spirit, you are already all of that. It is just that more people would be able to see what you have been secretly carrying. And there are those who will shift as a result of your growth. And I wonder if those who shift away from you because you are growing, if you would be willing to release so you can be the fullness of who you are? Or are you shrinking to keep them comfortable with you? Are you shrinking because you're concerned about what other people will think about you? Are you shrinking because of the judgment that you hold about people who walk in success? What are the judgments you have about people who are leaders? What are the judgments you have about people who have wealth or resources? What are the judgments that you have about people who have intimate relationships? Many times those judgments and assumptions you have created about them have kept you from walking into that space because you don't want to be that. Can I tell you that you can walk in the fullness of who you are and not lose yourself? There are people who lose themselves, but this is why it's important that you have done your homecoming prior to your launch. And there are those of you who have launched but are going even higher. But when I am aware of who I am, when I am at home with me, then as I step forward, as I step forward, then I take myself with me. And those were the vows that we heard on today about not judging ourselves and the vow that said, I will not leave you again. Can you make a commitment on today? That as I take my life on hold, I am not going to put on a mask. I am not going to read from a script. I am not going to be the lie that I have to be inauthentic to succeed. I am committed 
to taking myself with me. I am committed to showing up in new spaces with the fullness of who I am. I want you on today to know finally one of the things that have kept you stuck is regret about your past. Many of us have held ourselves up because of regret and shame and guilt about things that occurred in your past. And if I continue to look back, if I continue to live my life in rewind, I will never go forward. And so you have replayed those memories in your head over and over again by your choosing or when you feel you have no choice about it and the memories keep coming up. You have sat with regret about what you should have done, what you could have done. And the truth is you have been punishing yourself because of your past. And I wonder on today if you can release yourself to say, I give you permission for a new start. I give you permission to let go. I give you permission to release regret so that you can finally live again. I want you to know that your past does not have to dictate your present, that you do not have to keep living out of the wound, but you can begin to pull the wisdom out of those wounds and apply them as you live into your present and into your future. On today, there are some ties we need to cut so that we can go forward with our lives. I wonder if on today, you can bless yourself by turning the page. You can bless yourself by saying, by declaring, by decreeing, there is more to me than my past regrets. I decree, I declare, there is more to my life than my yesterdays, and I am determined to see me in the present. I'm excited about who you are and who you are becoming. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.